Well, hello and welcome to the Meet Me and Isaiah podcast. My name is Marnie Clark, your host, and today we continue with our Meet Your Messiah series, Rest for the Weary. Well, I don't know what it is about this time of year, but things always ramp up in the spring. It is one of my favorite times because it is when my daughter is playing tennis and with her high school, I get to watch her and talk to all the moms and but it is busier than ever. For some reason, my daughter's workload ramps up at school this time of year. She's very conscientious. She wants to stay up late and get up early and get it all done. And I think sometimes I get tired just watching her schedule. You sprinkle in daylight savings time, a high pollen count, and we are down for the count. So just overwhelms, you know, there's just, it's too much. I don't know, you know, you just have that Calgon take me away moment. And most of you, some of you may be too young to know what that is. But but when when I feel, sometimes it's not even a tired, but it's an overwhelmed. It's like, how is all of this going to get done? That overwhelmed fear feeling can just make me weary. Well, we need to be rescued from burdens that are making us weary. Sometimes it's not just our schedule. Sometimes it's other burdens that we are carrying in addition to our schedule. But we need a Messiah. And that is what Jesus came to do. He came to rescue us. We have a problem. And God is so clear about talking to his people in Isaiah 1 about what their problem is. And he's talking about their sin. And, you know, sometimes it's our sin that's making us tired, sinful things we do. And sometimes it's, it is other people's sin that is making us tired. Other people we're having to deal with. Um, just the sinful way that our society makes our schedules unbearable. It seems like in our society, it's a badge of honor to be busy, even in Christian circles. Doing a lot is admired. It just really seems to be. But in Isaiah 1, God was not pleased with their with his people. And it sounds like they were doing a lot, a lot to be seen. And God was not impressed. In verse 11, he says, in fact, I, so I was reading this this morning, this passage, and I took note that of the word multiplied was used twice. And, and so I just listen to this. He says in verse 11, what are your multiplied sacrifices to me? And then in verse 15, even though you multiply your prayers, I will not listen. The people were ramping things up and doing more and doing more does not impress God. In fact, Isaiah 30 tells us what he wants us to do. Isaiah 30, 15 says, This is what the Sovereign Lord, the Holy One of Israel says, In repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. But you would have none of it. Isn't that, isn't that how it is? We know. We know what to do. And yet, we don't do it like when Paul in Romans 7, he says, what I want to do, I don't do. What I do, I don't want to do. 
And he says, wretched man that I am, who will save me from this sin? And then, um, and that is the paraphrase. So please go read Romans 7 on your own. I didn't plan to say that, so I didn't have it all written down. Um, but he says he will save me. And then, of course, Romans 8, 1 that I love so much. Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So back to Isaiah 30 in verse 18, it says, yet... You know, after it says, you are not willing, you, you know, and I think it says, you will, you said, no, we're going to run away on horses. You know, we're like, no, we're going to do it our own way. We're going to keep doing more and more and somehow we're going to feel better. But verse 18 in Isaiah 30 says, yet the Lord longs to be gracious to you. Therefore, he will rise up to show you compassion for the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all who wait for him. God says, don't do more. Let me do it all. Don't do more. Let me do it all. Jesus entered into the scene, into our world. He he is God and he was the one who always was. John 1 says the word was with God and the word was God. Jesus voluntarily entered our weary world. So I was thinking about this when I was reading Isaiah 40, 28 through 31. I'm about to read it to you, but it was like, Jesus wasn't tired. And then he entered into our world and felt the weariness, the burden. How kind, kind. Yeah. How kind that just the word kind doesn't even, doesn't even begin to describe what he did. But Isaiah 40, 28 through 31 says, do you not know? Have you not heard the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow weary. He will not grow tired or weary and his understanding. No one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. And, you know, for so many years, it was like, I think I would read those verses and say, okay, with God, I can do it. I can do more. I can do it. I can do it. He's going to give me the strength to do more. But he actually wants to bear all of those burdens that are weighing us down. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30 says, Then Jesus said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and the burden I give you is light. So going back to Isaiah 1, when God was talking about the people were trying to do this and you know they were doing it in their own accord and they were weighed down with sin Isaiah 1 4 says the people were weighed down with guilt sometimes it's not just busyness that makes us tired you can actually have a light schedule you can actually do nothing and feel tired and feel weighed down 
Jesus came to rescue us from those burdens. He came to give us a deep rest of the soul. Hebrews 12, 1 through 2 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. So this problem that we see in Isaiah 1 of the people who were weighed down with guilt, who were trying to do more, who were doubling down, who were ramping it up, Jesus came and he was the solution. God says, don't do more. Let me do it all for you. Jesus is the author of our faith. He's the finisher of our faith. So we get to have the deep rest of the soul, knowing that we are free from the weight of sin. We are free from the weight of performance. We are free from the weight of people pleasing, trying to prove ourselves. So let's just give God what we have. Like the boy who gave Jesus his five loaves and two fish for Jesus to multiply. My tendency when I find out about a need, when I find out that there are 5,000 people to feed, would be to run around and try to feed those 5,000 people myself. You know, maybe put it on a credit card (laughs) rather than give God what I have and say, hey, here's what I have. You do the work. I'm going to rest. I'm going to have deep soul rest. I'm so thankful that Jesus entered into our weary world and freed us to rest in him. He truly is our Messiah. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And please share this one with a friend who might need some encouragement today.